Luck on Sunday, proudly sponsored by Albasti Ecruel Dubai. But whichever horses that you might have backed for Cheltenham or are considering having a bet on at Cheltenham, there is no doubt that there is one result that will warm the heart more than any other and has done already with his success in November uh, at the Cheltenham November fixture. And that is Laylaw, who struck then and hopes to strike again in this year's article. For my first guest uh, today, who has had an extraordinarily turbulent year, but one which has inspired an awful lot of people. She is, of course, Kayleigh Willicott. Kayleigh, good morning and welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, how is Laylor? Because you worked him yesterday at Exeter. He is your stable star. He is the foundation stone upon which you are rebuilding not only your career, but also your life and your daughter's <laughs> yeah, life. Yeah. How's, he, how's he getting on? He's really well, touch wood, at the minute. Um, he did a lovely piece of work yesterday. It's great to have Dickie back on board and, and do something a bit different. Um, yeah, did a lovely piece of work and just got to keep him sound and healthy for the next two weeks, I suppose. And when you're a small yard and you just get that one really, really talented horse, we know what he did for Richard, we know what he's done for you. Um, how, how much pressure do you feel? Pressure is something I think that you can manage. It has to be managed, I think. Um, if I think about it too much, it can, it can blow your brain a little bit. Um, but you can let it become a bit of a circus but we just try and do him day to day we know him we know what he's capable of and it's just trying to get him there on the day fit healthy and show what he can do i suppose yeah and plotting your way to, to cheltenham you've had to be quite brave because he didn't like the soft ground at Sandown over mm -hmm. christmas and then it's a question of right how do we get him there in one piece but get him sufficiently conditioned to, to give yeah. him his best? It must have given you a few sleepless nights. Yeah, the, ho the whole season so far has. Um, I was convinced when he came in from the summer that he'd, we'd be going for a, a little novice chase out of the way. He'd probably be favourite and, and have a little, you know, a little go around, learn a lot and, and hopefully win. And there wouldn't be too much attention on him. And it just kept going out the window with the, the dry weather. That gave me a lot of stress um, to f suddenly find myself ending up at, starting out in a grade two um, at Cheltenham. And it's... <laughs> We just, you know, changed our expectations a bit just to have a good, you know, learning experience. We knew he was in good form. We knew, you know, we thought he'd run well. Um, but we didn't expect him to quite do that. And then, obviously, going to sand down the pressure, you know, hikes up again because everybody just expects him to to just do exactly the same. But it was a completely different, different day. And um, he, again, he learned a lot. Um, but the one thing with him is he is better after a break. You know, he, he's always run well very fresh so it just seemed a sensible thing to do we couldn't get to Doncaster it was too firm I couldn't risk him um, and you know so we've just got to do what we've got to do um, and you were very happy with yesterday what did he actually do he did a two mile piece of work um, they had a, you know sort of started at the winning post warmed up around the top you know and just increased the light quickened and um, did a good piece up the straight up the hill so yeah and Richard was riding him. Yeah, yeah, he was happy. yeah, really pleased. Works up upside the Kingsway. He's another, you know, he's, he's probably the second best horse I've got. Um, work, he's a very, very good workhorse. So, um, yeah, it's a good piece of work to judge where they both were, really. And how much more serious work can you do between now and, and Cheltenham, or is it just a question of keeping him ticking over? Yeah, we'll, we'll keep him ticking over. He will have to do some pieces of work. He's a big, burly, stuffy type of chap, so he, he, he will have to keep working. But, um, you know, that was a good indicator yesterday. 
Now, Katie Rudd, who sold you the horse, is ins insistent that his name's Lawler. Everybody <laughs> here calls him Layla. Your owners call him Layla, so we're going with Layla for the time being, aren't we? Yeah, well, every everybody at home, you know, we call him Layla. He's been Layla from the day he arrived. Um, you know, Richard and I have always called him Layla. His owners have always called him Layla. Bella calls him Layla. You know, whether it rightly or wrongly, that's what he gets called at home. So um, that's what we'll continue doing. Bella's your young daughter. Now, she's the boss, essentially, so if she calls him <laughs> Layla, you, you, ha you have to go with it. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's definitely the boss. And how's she doing? She's, she's very well, yeah. She's, um, she really enjoys the horses, really enjoys it all, loves Layla and, and gets really involved. So. It's over a year now since, since you lost Richard, since, yeah. since he, t he took his own life. That was the 22nd of January, mm -hmm. 2018. Yeah. I, I remember seeing you maybe two or three weeks after that, mm. and you were out there saddling horses, mm. getting on with the job. To see you now compared to then is, I, I said it was a, a truly inspiring and inspirational story. I suspect you don't really think that you're inspiring other no. people, you're just getting on with it. <laughs> no, I, it's, it's difficult because um, for me, I, I don't actually remember too much. I, it's, it's a bit foggy and hazy. You know, the one thing, I had to concentrate on my priority was Bella and I didn't want our life and her life to crash around us um, so I tried to keep as much of it as stable as possible um, and consistent even if it was only on a temporary basis and horses for me growing up were a big route of escape you know bad day at school boyfriend show anything like that it's horse you know you go to horses and and it would always sort my brain out um so i was quite adamant that i had to keep that going just until i could get my head straight enough to work out what what we were going to do and what what was going to happen and so i was really really lucky owners you know the the right people supported me and um i could keep to an extent what we had going you know kept going and um so i had I was adamant I had a list of commitments that, that Richard had already made, you know, whether that be the Cleave, the Betfair, he'd made a lot of entries going forward, um, mm. the Devon National, you know, I was, I was adamant that I was going to see those out and then make a decision. And um, so while it may have looked like I was just, just carrying on, I just focused on just trying to get all mm. of that done and, you know, for, for Bella just to keep it as consistent and and together as I could really without you know it was still very traumatic but you know did our best uh, was it a sense of like each each little day was a victory so you get to the end of the day and think we've managed another one we've managed another one we've managed another one taking it in small steps. yeah each each day was different um look I can't say I had days where I refused to get out of bed you know but I was really lucky to be surrounded by people that said no that's that's not happening you know you've got you've got stuff to do you've got people around you that need you and um I was really lucky to have that support every day was different some days I'd I'd definitely be like right okay I can cope you know this is where we're going this is what we're doing and then other days I just couldn't see how it was all gonna get better um i just couldn't see where i was going and um again yeah just lucky to be surrounded by people that made sure that my life bella's life you know was gonna was gonna be okay 
there is a handful of people who, who experienced the sort of personal tragedy that your, your family did, mm -hmm. but your situation is unusual insofar as it's being played out semi-publicly, yeah. which is very difficult mm -hmm. indeed. So do you have to sort of shut out the surround sound in a sense sometimes? Yeah, yeah, you, you have to deal with things, I think, in your own way. And, and like you say, yeah, it, it has been at times quite public and you you can s subject yourself to uh, criticism and other people's opinions on how you deal with things or, or, or positive things. You know, there, there was a mixture of both and I think you just have to... Do, do things your own way. You have to learn, you know, you have to do what you think is right and, and listen to the people close to you and, and you know, like I said, I've had a lot of support and we, we've got through and you know, it's, it's been a very mad 12 months but we, we've got there and then it keeps going, so. And what sort of, what sort of character are you, do you think, to be able <laughs> to deal with the, the situation that you've been put in? Um, I don't know, I think my family, my sister and that they'd say I was fairly mentally quite tough um, and they'd always say, you know, I, I have, although I didn't feel it at the time, I, I suppose you have to be quite tough, but I just, I just focused on Bella. I could not see, you know, I think she went to nursery one day and, and um, when I picked her up, the, the teachers said she just keeps saying that she doesn't want mummy to be sad. And why is mummy so sad? And that, and that broke my heart a little bit. And you know, you just have to focus on the things that, you know, going forward that you you, you just have to get, get on with things. And that that bond between the two of you now must be extraordinary. Yeah, it's it's, it's changed things. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, she was a real daddy's girl, and um, she loved her dad. She, but I think yeah, since definitely it's obviously you know she's she's very precious to me and. She's my main main priority. Similar token, it would be very easy for you to have said, I don't really want to talk about the way that Richard chose to end his life because mm. it's just not something I want to, to keep talking about. But you, you've expressly been open about it because you want to help other people who are in a similar situation. And your commitment to, to doing uh, good for mental health has been, has been pretty, pretty, pretty vivid. Yeah, yeah, I, I think it's something that has to be talked about. I think that was one of the biggest downfalls of of our, of our relationship, and, and also our, you know, the way things ended up is we didn't get, we didn't really talk about it, whether you know, and we didn't seek the help that we needed, and and we dealt with it in a way that didn't work in the end, um, you know, and I, and I think. Not only do people need support that have that those mental health struggles or you know that struggle and and it's okay to struggle you know definitely since since January and since I've taken up things on in a different role I've felt a lot of different pressures and and had bad days good days and so I can sort of understand it a little bit more now but also for the support for people a bit like me that 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 live with people that are struggling and don't really understand it it's um it's hard you know and if you can talk about it help other people you know it can only be a good thing do, do you think you do understand it better now better better it's still really hard and it's a very complex thing and I think that's that's one of the reasons that you know maybe people don't talk about it if you don't really understand it it's quite difficult to then you know start delving into things you really really don't understand and, and the brain is very complex and um, you know, sometimes it is just better just to 
you know, push it aside and ignore it and, and carry on about something else. But I definitely, definitely understand, you know, different things more. And sadly, I wish, you know, I'd be able to do things differently, but I can't. And, you know, so if we can do positive things going forward, it's something for Bella to look back on as well. Yeah. And, and when she grows up, mental health is going to be very, very different in her generation. Yeah. Um, you know, it is going to be so different. So if she can look back and try and understand, you know, her childhood and, and what we went through, um, yeah, it, it's, it's a good thing. People rather tritely always say that time is a, a great healer. It can't completely heal anything that you've been through but you can get better I suppose as, as time goes on a little bit from from then to now do you do you reflect upon Richard's life more positively than you did immediately after he, he chose to end yeah it's you go through different stages you definitely I was very angry for a long time um, probably still am a little bit but you definitely like that as time goes on you learn to understand things um take things on board you know and just look at it a little bit differently and remember different things and and like you say yeah definitely think more positively about it now you remember a lot of good times um but you have to go forward and um, I just want Bella to, to be able to look back at all the amazing things he did and and what you know how how brilliant a person he was despite you know what else he suffered with um it's actually quite remarkable isn't it to think that somebody can be that talented and that capable of actually achieving some mm. pretty extraordinary things as a rider a very brave rider mm. swashbuckling rider a trainer who's starting from relatively near the bottom and making a real success of it yeah. yet could probably probably only operating on about 20% capacity yeah he's yeah like you say it's amazing how the brain works you know from an outside point of view yeah he 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 was a fantastic rider amateur jockey um it's very very tough um tra uh, training you know he taught me so much um when i met him you know i was trying to train but i was hopeless and um he taught me a, ma a massive amount and you know, yeah he, he could he was capable of a lot um so that's that's the things that I want Bella to to focus on when when she looks back. I think what I've loved about you this season is it's not just that you want to carry on training; it's that you want to tr train and be good and do it properly and be commercially successful. And that's I think that's quite quite obvious. That that again is a a risk in itself. Yeah, yeah. So it's sort of, sort of been a risk, and it's all. Um, thankfully, so far it's got it's gone well. But like I said, I've surrounded myself with people that help you know they they can really do things um you know whether it be my sister who does a lot on the commercial side and, and promoting us and um or the lads in the yard you know we have really was really conscious that if we were going to do it we we wanted to do it well um so yeah and this is your sister steph who yeah. has worked in uh, well worked for gbr for a long time and then went to australia and then came back to mm -hmm. uh, to support you could you have done this without her no Absolutely not. No, she's um, massively instrumental in, in our day-to-day. -day. Um, and also, you know, what she... She's very, very special, you know, to come back, just to absolutely abandon what life she had in Australia, to come back and, and make sure mine didn't crash was is, you know, it's unbelievable. And, you know, she she's a very determined successful person so you know w with her on board we're always going to be a lot better off there's obviously a 
there's obviously some some serious steel in the in the Jones family. <laughs> yeah, we're pretty uh, yeah probably pretty determined people. Um, now she's raising some money for Mind, mm -hmm. the well-known mental health charity. Yeah. Now just tell us what she's doing. Oh, yeah, now you're asking. <laughs> um, yeah, I think um, so. Her and Richard Johnson's wife Fiona, they mm -hmm. are doing a. Um, tracking up Machu Picchu mm -hmm. um, in Peru, um, I think it's over 10 days. Um, yeah, so um, she's always been one to take on a challenge every year. And um, thankfully, I'm not roped in this year, um, which I, she did I, I last year. I, I swear every time someone comes on this program, they're talking about some extraordinary feat of physical <laughs> endeavor, and it, may, it makes me feel completely and you know, hopelessly, hopelessly inadequate. But it, there, is the, there is the Virgin Money page if you want to support um, Steph, who is raising money for Mind in, in Richard's memory, virginmoneygiving.com forward slash SH Jones 208. And you, you did do the Brecon Beacons last year, didn't you? We, we did the Beacons? Welsh 3000, um, so it was 15 peaks. Uh, we did it over three days and um, yeah it, w it was pretty testing and mm. um, bearing in mind I'd only walked around the block once before we went I, I didn't seem to fit in any training so I found it particularly um, grueling I, I did say a lot of swear words and I did find it very hard but I think it was good that I was uh, you know Steph made me do it and I left a lot up there and That's good. yeah it, it, it did work out very well but at the time I was um, yeah, it was pretty tough. So sort of pushing yourself physically, pushing yeah. yourself mentally, you actually emerged and felt like a stronger yeah, person just, doing it. Yeah, just at the end of it, it's, like you say, it was very physically tough. I felt very broken and tired and mentally just over, overdone. Um, but when I got home, you know, at the end of it, it was, it was done. Um, and then from that point, I said, right, that's it. You know, that's, I'm going to concentrate on me now for a little bit, you know, mm -hmm. so... Yeah, and how are you finding the just the day-to-day -day running of a of a burgeoning training business? How's that going? Um, the day-to-day -day stuff is 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 fine. Um, bearing in mind, Richard, the way that Richard and I worked, we had two separate yards. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm very used. I was very used to running sort of twenty odd horses. They were point pointers, um, but as, um, from a day-to-day -day running point of view, you know it's. Not a lot's changed. I obviously have more on my head and, um, than before, but it's something that you know been quite used to over the last ten years. It's almost been a comfort. You know, I know my day-to-day -day stuff is is fine. Mm. Yeah. Um, because you, you you've talked about what what happened to Richard and, and what happened to you quite quite openly, and uh, you you've become a source of inspiration for a lot of people. Have you found people coming to ask you for advice? <laughs> Not advice. I do get a lot of people say, wow, we think what you, you've done is, is wonderful and, and, you know, keep doing it. And that's a little bit strange, you know, at times, because I just think, well, like, what, what else can you do? You, I couldn't sit on the floor and just say, well, you know, everything's got, you know, you, I, I couldn't do that. So I only did what I thought you know, was really the only option, but I do get, yeah, a lot of nice people say nice things, and, you know, so it's really helpful, especially when you have a bad day, and you think, why the bloody hell am I doing this? Um, yeah, it, it is, it's lovely. The extraordinary paradox of horses and training, of course, is it can, it, it can impose an enormous amount of mental pressure upon you, mm. which evidently he found incredibly difficult, um, but also it can, 
it can revivify you and, and energize you like it, it always has done for you. You said the power of the horse is an extraordinary thing. The power of animals are an extraordinary thing if you're that way inclined. Yeah, I mean, horse, like I said, horses have always been an escape for me and, and working. But at the same time, I suppose since taking over the restaurant and having it in my name, it's a little bit different. You know, I do get a lot more insight to that. This is on your head. This is, you know, particularly as, you know, um, when we first started, like, Layla was very disappointing in the bet fair, you know. Mm. It was very foggy at that time. I didn't, I probably didn't take as much notice than, you know, I was just trying to see out those dates. I'd say that was a pretty tough, tough day. It was, it was around. a really, it was a really tough day. Um, similarly, like the cleave, that was horrendous, really. Um, but Daryl Goggles, he, he did his, he did his best. And, um, it's just, yeah, the the pressure that, you know, I do see that now is, is tough. And when you really, like, leading up to Cheltenham, I wasn't on great form that morning. Um, but when I go home and then the next day, if I, they, you walk in that barn and, and they're all quiet and they're all eating and, you know, that's, that is the other side for me. That's a real karma and, you know, I, I can see why I do it and why I love them. Does it... Phrases carefully. Does it frighten you how how emotionally involved you've become in in one horse in Laylor? Yeah, it's um, and yeah, a lot of friends have always said to me, "Don't you know you can't base your life on one horse and one result?" And and that's very true. Um, look what he's he's done for me personally, professionally. You know, he's he's already done enough. You know, he's like you know, we. That can't change, but he's. I do. I do try and keep a little bit of perspective. You know, um, the fact that Bella's healthy, I'm healthy. You know, if it all went tomorrow, if, if God forbid anything happened to him, you know, I think I think I've. I, I've thought about it, but at the same time, you do. You have to chase your dreams, don't you? Mm. And that's what we dreamt about when we started doing this. Was getting our hands on a grade one horse, a really good horse. And it's so, it's like, we may as well have been searching for needles in haystacks, mm. you know, the odds that we were playing at getting a horse like him. Um, so you have to see that through. And hopefully, you know, whatever happens, he's, he's always been a star for us. And long may it continue. Luck on Sunday, proudly sponsored by Albastiet Cruel Dubai.